Elizabeth, the daughter of King Andrew II of Hungary, was married at the age of 13, to the saintly Louis of Thuringia Germany, for whom she bore a son and two daughters. As queen, she combined great solicitude for the poor, and an austere life for herself. When her husband was killed in Sicily on his way to a crusade, her brother-in-law Henry, usurped the throne and expelled her. Eventually, she was restored as queen, and her son Herman, succeeded to the crown. She however, continued her life of prayer and poverty, dying at the age of 24. The piety of Saint Elizabeth was so great, that from the age of five, she took no pleasure except to be in church, or in her room in order to pray there to God. This led her to speak rarely, because she knew that it is easy to converse often with God, when we talk rarely to people, and that silence is one of the best means to avoid sin, and to keep ourselves in fervor. So that her children might belong entirely to God, she had the custom of taking them in her hands, as soon as they were born, to offer them to the Lord with fervent prayer. Although married, she got up every night for prayer. Early in the morning, she went to church, where, kneeling on the ground, she remained in prayer for a long time. By these practices, this saint was a model of piety and virtue in her family and in her dominion. Also in this way, this saint showed by her good deeds, as Saint Paul requires of women, the piety of which she had made a profession. Following this saint's example, let us practice piety, for says Saint Paul, piety is a great wealth, and it is useful for everything. To it, the good things of this life and those of the future life have been promised. Act then, to procure these benefits by using this means, which is very sure, and without which you cannot succeed in possessing the true goods, that alone ought to be the object and the goal, of all your desires. This saint was also very mortified. Every day she took the discipline, even to blood, and when her own strength failed, she begged her attendants to give her the discipline, and not to spare her at it. When the king, her husband, was away, she wore a hair shirt continually. When she went to church, she knelt with both her bare knees on the ground, because she wanted mortification to accompany all her actions. In a spirit of mortification, she also took great pleasure serving lepers. The more their flesh was decomposed, the more she cherished them. In a spirit of penance, she also wore simple clothing made of very ordinary material. There are many people who would like to have piety, and they often pray to God, even with affection and fervor, but they have to have all their comforts. If they have something to suffer, right away they complain, and everyone must commiserate with them, and become involved to search for some way to comfort them. How can such people desire so much to suffer nothing, seeing a queen love so firmly to mortify herself? Withdrawn as you are from the world, you ought to consider mortification as an obligation for you. Let it serve as a seasoning for all that you do for God, and make a habit of practicing it. 
Be assured that to live without the spirit of penance and without mortification, is not to live as a true Christian, much less as a religious. What makes the glory of Saint Elizabeth stand out the most, is the great love she had for humiliation. Having founded hospitals, she served the poor patients herself. She dressed their sores and rendered them all kinds of service, even the most humiliating. This drew down on her, the criticism of a great number of people, who considered such actions unbecoming a person of her rank. But the desire she had for being humbled, led her to pay little attention to these complaints. The occasion when she showed the most how deeply she had at heart to be humiliated, was after the death of her husband, the king, when she was driven out of her palace at ten o'clock at night, with her three children and her maids. She found no place where she could spend the rest of the night, and went to a stable. At midnight, she went to the monastery of the Franciscans to have a Te Deum chanted, to thank God for the disgrace that had happened to her. Later, she took up residence in a poor cottage that a priest offered to her in charity. There she worked at spinning, to earn what was needed to live and to feed her children. Was this not great patience for a queen? Try to imitate her, and when occasions of humiliation happen to you, receive them as sent by God, and as one of the greatest honors and main advantages, that you can have in this world. In this way no matter what happens to you, you will always be satisfied.